So round four, we got to do this all again, but I'm here with Sophia Park. I'm so happy to talk to you again. Um, the first one is a total wrap, but in a weird way, I'm actually excited because I feel like every conversation we have, there's something new and refreshing that comes out of it. And so thank you for taking time for round two. Um, but if you want to introduce yourself and, and maybe hit on things that you were doing pre-quarantine versus how life is right now for you and Val, and then we can get into some questions. That'd be amazing. No, awesome. Thanks, Brandon, for having me again. For the short amount, maybe uh, in the last couple months, um, I've been educating now for four years. So I've been able to travel and take barbering on the road and being able to not only uh, do demonstrations at expos, but now also in salons or training people's teams. And that's been a really cool kind of um, avenue to extend from just being behind the chair. That's kept me pretty busy for a while to the point where it was the craziest shift because I never thought there would be, there would be a day that I didn't have to cut, that I didn't have enough time to cut behind the chair. Mm -hmm. And it was a transition because I was like, there's no way. Like, it's not that I don't want to, it's not that I want to, to stop cutting completely because I've always believed that if I'm going to be an educator and I'm going to keep evolving, like there's no way I can cut less. Right. But it's trying to pretty much make the time work that it doesn't drive me crazy. So I've been finally coming to terms that this is kind of the way it's evolved into and that I am spending more time with education or putting out um, content for YouTube and this like podcast series that I just started um, and then shortly before this whole quarantine happened, it was crazy because through doing hair, it had led me into photography and videography, which is something I only did for my hair um, portfolio and just being able to market that in a different way so that it, it stood out or that the quality was better and that I had something um, that was different to kind of showcase my work. And through there, I developed a love for creating videos. And I did it for my girlfriend, Val, and her uh, studio in the, the lab. I would do dance videos for them behind the scenes. And then, you know, they blew up. And they started working with big artists. And then eventually it connected me to working with artists. And the crazy thing with that is that I've been able to now work with uh, recently Usher. He booked me for a trip to Paris, um, sure, Berlin. Man. Yeah, Berlin, New York, Atlanta, and then finishing off in LA. It was a nine-day trip that I was just, I mean, in the process of it all, like no one knows, but I was like hella stressed. It was probably one of the most like challenging things I've ever done because the demand for things to have a turnaround is so unusual for me because I work on it more of like a a loosely scheduled kind of like, okay, I finish you know hair or whatever but this was like you had to come up with edits like the same day if not by the next morning and this is after a full day of filming and you know people are maybe going back to their hotel rooms but I'm having to stay up and like unload all my content put it together also I was also the the photographer as well on top of the video work that I that I had to do so there was like so many challenges on that last trip and then that was when the breakout happened with um the co the uh the um what do you call it the COVID. coronavirus yeah, yeah yes yeah so that was happening and it was just coming out that 
you know, the things weren't safe, but it wasn't, nothing was on lockdown at the time. And I was like, okay, this is a little scary, but you know, I'm traveling all the way over to Europe. Um, but we made it back and that's when they cut it. They cut off so many places, probably like a week after I got back. So it was yeah, pretty the, close. The timing is wild. Um, but yeah, going back to that whole like Usher situation, I imagine, you know, for you, there's nobody's hair that you could cut that would throw you off. You know what I mean? Like you've mm-hmm. cut enough heads, you've done enough things where like nobody's status could ever shake you. But I could imagine being in a, you know, arena that's not so familiar as hair for you. Spending that much time with somebody that's probably had, you know, God knows the best videographers, editors, cinematographers ever. And you're just like sitting in the same room with him. You know what I mean? Like doing that (laughs) for him. That's so, it's so crazy. Um, But the cool thing is, is like, you're meant to be in that room for a reason. You know what I mean? Like you, you did work hard enough to get there, which I, I appreciate so much, even watching from afar, seeing you get to go to those places with those people. I'm like, man, like, did you ever think that videography would be that for you right now? No, I mean, like, it's just crazy because I, I, I do it for people close by to be able to just go from there to that. It was like, holy crap. Like, but it, it's, it just comes down to like, you just gotta, you just gotta go for it. You know, mm. like there was, there was a lot of things that I felt in that moment. Like, even when I first worked with Sierra, I was telling Val and I was like, I'm not ready. Like, don't put me on. Like, I don't want to do it. I think you can get somebody else. And she's like, no, no, no. Like, I think you need to go for it. And I'm like, I know, but I don't think I can like do these quick turnarounds. Like I know myself, but I edit really slow at a pace. That's probably not a, a realistic um, a result for them. And she's like, no, I think you just need to go for it. So I put myself through that one. And I, and I think through all those, the stress, the struggles of getting, learning how to create fast and be able to, edit it out like as quick as possible might have led me up to this Usher mm. gig, you know? Because yeah. it wasn't as scary, but it was just different because now, now I'm not at home. You know, we're on the road every single day to a different place. Yeah, that's what blows my mind about you know, like tour life, whatever. Like, my buddy Mike is he travels with like five guys and they're always doing world tours. And this dude is the last one to go to bed Cause he's the first, right. He's got to like post something. Mm-hmm. If they're in Portland that night, you're not going to post something from Portland. You know, when you're in Phoenix five nights later, you got to post it that night. And the work ethic is just bonkers and nobody knows about those things, but you know, for you, what are some good things for, you know, people in our industry, you definitely being a leader. I feel like so many people are looking up to you for inspiration and wisdom and advice, which, you know, pressure comes with the territory but what are some things you feel like barbers and hairstylists can be doing right now? One of the business? first things I think of is their personal brand. I think this is the perfect time for everyone to sit down, especially because when I go to shows, that is the one question that people always ask, whether they want to admit it or not, is like, how do I get my social media together? And there's a lot of platforms, obviously, that are mm. geared towards our business. And there's different sides of what you can use it for. And the best thing about social media is that you can use it for whatever it is that you want. So if you want it to be as a, as a tool to like market your business, because you can't do anything right now, you still have the ability to create content from previous things that you've already done. And maybe you can revamp all those things and make it better. So at least if you're not cutting hair, you're still building up 
an anticipation for when you're coming back and that could excite your potential new customers or existing customers. You know, we have a lot of time right now to also watch a shit ton of videos online. There's so much available that wasn't always there even when I started cutting hair. So to not see this as an advantage would be hurting yourself. Something that's so important that I I finally took like a week to just do was I hated that my shop Instagram between my location in Del Mar versus my other location in Encinitas, the lighting is just not the same. And so if I post a picture from one of them, you know, there's like little tweaks, even though I might have a preset that's very similar and little mm-hmm. things I can try to do. It was so hard to make it actually look consistent. And something it took, literally it took me a week. I was like, yo, I just need to sit down and I need to color correct something. That way, if I take a photo and, you know, maybe this spot in one shop and then another spot in the other shop, at least they'll look consistent. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people don't take that serious enough. Um, but something I respect so much about your Instagram and your pages, your vibe is so set, right? Like, it doesn't matter if you're posting a black and white, something in full colors. And I feel like there's something about right. our industry where you actually get to pick your clientele, right? Like, if somebody goes on your Instagram, you know that the people that would be attracted to it are probably people that are just actually creatively a little more heightened than anybody else would. And I'm sure in some ways you've found that to kind of pick your clientele where, you know, you get to work with people like Usher, you get to work with people that are, you know, big names in their industries. And something that's so fun about hair is even though when you're grinding it out in the, you know, beginning, you might cut hair for people that you maybe having a hard time connect with but at some point your brand overpowers that and you actually get to pick your clientele in a weird way maybe what are some tips that you found um you know are people Mm -hmm. that you're looking up to creatively that are like dang that is original like the first person i actually came across that i was like when i saw like their work i saw their photography it just matched the person was maddie conrad's page now he has a specific look that fits him. Mm. And of course, his name is branded as his brand, you know, Maddie Conrad, which is the easiest to identify with because it's him. Yeah. And then you have other people like Kevin Lechman, same thing. He uses his name as a brand. And when you look through his stuff, it is literally yeah. all online. Like if, if either of those two guys posted a picture of their work, I would know who did it. I was still kind of figuring out like, what was the style flow that I was trying to go through? You know, I was going through a lot of testing and trial and error of like different, um, different, what do you call it? Different uh, colors for like my, my actual posts and my haircuts, like the tone and stuff. Like I was like, man, I don't know yet. And when I saw his page, mm-hmm. I was like, he was the first person. I was like, this is really cool because there's a very similar characteristic that flows through all of his posts, no matter what he does. You know, whether it could be a flyer, it's a picture of him, it's a picture of his clients. They all have a very similar, like, consistency to it. And mine is obviously not my name, but the meaning behind the Instagram handle was meaningful to me. And I think if you can start with just what it means to you, it eventually has, it carries through, like, a more authentic vibe, you know? And you create this new thing. Because I I didn't think Stay Gold was going to be this, okay, this barber that likes gold, gold tools. Like that was never a thing. It just became a thing after some time of me building that name, you know, and it became, but it was always, 
it always started with like a deeper mm. meaning to me because of what I chose at the time in that moment when I created that name. I grabbed my gold FXs and I grabbed my gold trimmers. And I was like, this is so weird because when I grab these, I think of you. And that's weird. I know that that's not like just your colorway, but because it's Babylon and it's gold, <laughs> I'm like, no, this is literally attributed to Soph because it's, this is your brand. Like uh-huh. I, I just see gold tools and I'm like, oh, you just copied her. And it's weird because you just have that, you know, that persona and that level of influence now where I just attribute those things to just you. Um, but it's funny you brought up Maddie Conrad. I carry victory in my shop and it's only because it aesthetically fits price point wise and because mm-hmm. the way that he packages things just looks so good to me. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily my personal vibe, but it's the demographic that I serve and I understand that people are actually going to care about that. And it's it's weird how those things come into play, but it is a super good time to be paying attention to those things. And and I've had so many memes sent to me about people like <laughs> missing their barber and whatever. I know you get tagged in them a ton. Um, but can you kind of speak to the fact that, mm-hmm. you know, we're considered non-essential workers right now, which I understand because of health precautions. Um, but how dope is it? And this is something that's been on my mind. And I'm interested to hear what you say. You know, we're a luxury to people and people have invested into us, you know, faithfully for so long. And as somebody that's been doing hair as long as you have and I have, you know, the people that have been coming back to me for years, I'm missing them more than I am anybody. You know, like they're equally family to me. And so how has this been affecting you in terms of like the social aspect? We're not in their lives and they're not in ours. So it's like you definitely gain a deeper appreciation for how much they're a part of you. You know, like, you know, these people, you know what they go through, Mm -hmm. you know what what they do for work you kind of like it, it's just a crazy um kind of like bond that you build with these people over the years you know and so when they're not in your life you do kind of think like hey i wonder what so-and-so is up to like it'll randomly just come across my mind i'm like i wonder what i wonder what david's yeah. doing during yeah. this time and then they'll send me memes they'll send me messages they're like you know i know you're not cutting but like are you like <laughs> can you cut me and i'm like no <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it's cool. And, but at the same time, we are so much on the go. I mean, when you're in the barbering industry, the shit is fast and always moving. So this is kind of a nice break for us for once that you could never ask for Like nobody could ever ask for this kind of break. So it's almost like, holy shit, this is weird as hell because you have what, I, I mean, we're going on to like, I think our third week now, but in the grand scheme of things, that's really not that much, Mm. you know? Um, but going off of what you just talked about a little bit, um, how are you finding rest in this, what I feel like is obviously the most stressful, restless time for people? You know, there's there's a beautiful aspect of working and growing. But for somebody like yourself, you know, what does rest mean to you now because of how much you are constantly on the go? Like, I don't know if there's anybody that works as hard as you do or at least travels as much as you do. It's It's definitely been different to be home and not traveling. Like, I don't, I think to be honest with you, all my traveling for this year is probably canceled. So this for me is definitely a great way to kind of like backtrack and kind of go into the things that I've neglected for a long time. So it's just like home organization, um, 
we're putting now an, a home office together, which I'm so excited for that we've always wanted to do for me, but we just never had the time. And now we have the time to like really plan out. I just started, I just dropped my first podcast not too long ago on YouTube. So now we're setting up a home podcast studio. So if anyone comes to LA that I want to interview, I can legit have them come over and we can film here, you know, at the comfort of my own home, which I never thought I'd ever have because we're just so on the go. Um, a lot of home projects and it's, it's not, and it's not, it's weird because it's not, I don't feel like I'm resting as far as like, um, you know, just having time to do nothing, but it's definitely a different kind of relaxation when you're working from home, Yeah, you know, and not having to be out and about like, it's, 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 Mm. it's still productive, but kind of, I guess rest resting at the same time, but just in a different way. Uh, the main thing is that you should definitely be coming out of this better than ever. Better than better than when you got into this quarantine. Like, there's absolutely no excuse of why. Like, I mean, even though you can't cut hair, sure. There's still, I mean, cutting hair, videos, whatever it is that you do for work. But there's no way that you shouldn't be, like, using this time to, like, build on your skill set so yeah. that you're ready for it when it comes back, you know? And if you aren't stronger, it just kind of... That should be a reality check, if anything. So say you don't you don't advance and you're the same person that you were when you enter this, that should be a reality check that maybe you're not into the yeah, things that you're actually surreal. doing. You know what I mean? It's kind of like a test. It's like, if I actually, you know, like everyone always says, like, if I had more time, I would do this. Okay, now you have the time. So say if social media, for example, if that's not, if you don't have a better idea of what you want to do with it, like... Maybe you don't really care that much. So maybe your idea of thinking, if I have this, this is going to make me feel a certain way. Maybe it's not that important to you because if it was, you would be more willing to invest your time into it. And if and if it's a force, maybe you got to ask yourself some really honest questions like, is this something I'm even into? Because you're going to be a lot happier when you're doing stuff that you enjoy and that you care about, really. What's been something that you've been hopeful in um with this whole thing, what is it, was it brought to you and, you know, time that you've had together for probably the first time, like ever? Um, dude, for me and her, she's actually a big part of my gold zone course. And we're actually going to go live and talk about it. Cause I don't think a lot of people know the back end of that whole process. And she is a huge reason why we've been able to really mm. kind of like brainstorm together and figure out new ways to not only enhance her side of the dance world but also helping me enhance what I do for work and so we're just kind of like shooting ideas back and forth and it's also putting us in a different element because now we get to like really sit through these thoughts together and sort out anything that we can make better or going through a lot of like self-reflection and just thinking about like things we've done in the past that we could do better in you know so it's a lot of it's a, like a huge brainstorming session for us. And also with yeah. her, she's going through the same thing of just like, okay, you can't dance in the studio, but now what? Is it virtual classes? Like there's a lot of stuff that we can test out. Yeah, it's it's so cool to watch you guys. And I'm so inspired by you all the time. But, you know, even more so now than ever, I can't wait to see what you do when this is all said and done. Because this level of preparation, you've probably never been able to have before. But Thank you so much for taking time. I, I appreciate you. I, I know round two is burden, but we're all chilling. In sweatpants anyway, <laughs> exactly. So. No, dude. Thank you. Appreciate it. Of course. I'll talk okay. to you soon. Bye.